Welcome to another episode of the Bitter Jury Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Westoff, and we are back from what I have coined as the BB Vacation. It has been a long week of absolutely nothing happening in this house. I have lost the thread. I lost a bit of motivation, but after that, uh, a little anticlimactic zombie competition tonight. I'm back. We've got Jared kicked out of the house. We've got Cameron, a.k.a. the Joker, ready to light some fires inside the house. Uh, We've just got a lot to talk about. So joining me tonight, uh, first I'll say uh, my normal uh, OG co-host, Charles, will not be joining us tonight. Uh, He had other plans that he had to attend to, but Charles, we miss you. And here's the real test. Will you listen to this episode when you're not here, since you called me out on not listening to your all's episode? Uh, But Charles, we miss you. We love you. Uh, but who is joining me tonight? First, uh, my sister, Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. What was going through your head when you saw those tears streaming from Jared's face tonight? You know, it, I I, uh, <laughs> I have so much to say about it. I mean, the poor soul, everything was hitting him just then. I think some of it, honestly, was mixed between him leaving his mom and him realizing that he's about to walk into the real world again. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to see his interviews and what he has to say. Oh, boy. He's got... A lot of um, drama to uh, answer to when he gets outside the house. We've, uh, if BB Twitter has anything to say about it, he'll have uh, some oh. some strong detractors coming after him, uh, and pretty BB soon, as, as soon as he gets out of that CBS safety bubble, uh, he may be in for a rough awakening. But hey, he uh, made the bed; he's about to sleep in. So, uh, also joining us as he does every week, it's my friend Richard Mai. Richard, uh, now that you've seen the competition, how do you think you would have done? Would you have chosen to play or would you have watched? Oh, I was I forgot to tell you guys. I didn't see it. Oh, I, you didn't. I was I was handling some I was handling personal personal stuff and unfortunately Paramount Plus doesn't upload the episodes until the next day. So, I only got to see the first comp. I got to see the first like 15-20 minutes that I could kind of sneak onto my laptop mid-discussion in class, but, you know. Well, Well, Richard, you missed quite a show. I I mean, according to Twitter, I'm assuming it's... I I can can take a a, a wonderful shot at what I think it was. Well, I can say this. At least you're keeping traditions alive. We will be explaining the episode to you since you did not watch it, just like we explain it to Charles every week. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's just dive right into it. The big news of the night. Jared Fields is officially eliminated from Big Brother. It took a full two weeks to do so, but Jared is finally out of this house. Sarah. Officially, all of us are down a draft draft (laughs) member. You know what? One of these days I need to pull. Maybe I'll do that in the background here. Give us a score update because it's been a half season now. I I deserve to tell you where everyone stands. You you guys go off. I'll I'll, I'll do some math. But Sarah, I want you to go ahead and kind of break down because it's the biggest news of the night. Let's just start with what's most important. Explain to Richard what the competition was. I'm sure he'll be familiar with it. It's a BB classic. And the little bit of drama we had there, because it wasn't a for sure thing that uh, Cameron was going to win this. Uh, it got a little dicey there in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, um, as you know, um, this morning leaked, there was a live feeds photo that was posted um, saying that the puzzle was coming back. The Caitlin puzzle, if you guys don't know, was from BB20. Correct me if I'm wrong. 20 uh, 21, 21. 21. 21. Um, where no, Caitlin, no, Caitlin was not 21. Mickey I was know 21. very well which one 21 was, 21 was the forgotten it's... season. <laughs> Sorry. Caitlin let's, had let's keep it that way. Two minutes and 30 seconds to complete her own, very own Caitlin puzzle, which she uh, failed to complete. Um, so when people saw a big uh, puzzle looking figure of either Cameron or Jared on the live feeds, people assumed it was the puzzle competition. Um it looked like a puzzle person, similarly to how Caitlyn's puzzle looked back in her competition, um, but with a little bit more uh, stake at hand. So basically there were three gold balls 
and there was this lever system that you had to pull back which pulled this bar up that held your ball and you had to get it into a small hole that was in the hand of the puzzle figure. Cameron had three minutes to compete this competition. Um, and after getting read all the rules and instructions, he decided to play. Um, he is pretty much going at a steady pace. And <laughs> I was thinking this during the episode. Um, and I'm surprised Jared never pulled this strategy out while he was competing against Cameron. But Cameron is an extreme person of focus. And if you leave him alone, he will win every competition but if you poke at him and get in the way of his focus then he messes up so Jared I think missed a huge opportunity when they were in the competition together Jared should have been talking to Cameron as he was walking up the uh, seesaw looking thing, um, trying to take him off his toes, trying to make him have a misstep, um, but he didn't. But I will say during this competition, the only time Cameron faltered was when Julie said, you have two minutes and 30 seconds left. And right after that, Cameron's focus was gone. He dropped his first ball. Good point. I didn't even think about that. You're right. It was right when she gave him the update that he kind of wobbled. Yeah. Cameron is really good at focus. I mean, you can look at his background and kind of see that through the different careers he's been into. If he has the time to be alone and focused with his thoughts, he'll win anything he's going at. But if you interrupt him, then maybe he'll fail. So we watched him take up his second ball. He took it up pretty quick and he did land this one with about one minutes and 30 seconds left on the clock. So. It was a big yeah, one. It, it was tight, and I, the, I had the thought, and, and I think it's his, uh, you know, background being in the military uh, kept him kind of cool under pressure. I think if I knew it was live television, that like the world was watching me, and I had a time like all the competitions that they do are televised. Yes. But it's different when it's the live show. There's a countdown clock and you know, the eyeballs are on you right now. Uh, like I, I felt the stress and I kind of didn't care who went home. Like, you know, yeah. And Jared even had an opportunity to sabotage Cam during this final competition. Jared, Jared was standing right there. The whole time Cam was doing his thing, Jared could have been like, come on, Cam. Come on, Cam, let's go, let's go, you know? Yeah, it didn't even Unfocusing. have to be like uh, like, uh, like deliberately trying to get against him. You could be cheering for him, but just breaking that concentration. Interesting take, Absolutely. interesting take. That's well, what I, I would have done. <laughs> not, not to like jump off the point for a second, but I kind of want to know, because I know where Sarah and I stand. We were texting about it during the competition. But Richard, did you have a preference going into tonight who you wanted to see leave? And like, what was your reasoning behind it? I preference if you had one. So either way, I was recording in the dark today because I just don't want either of them back. I'm happy with them both gone. Um, now realizing that my statement from earlier was incorrect because Pooch has everyone on his team left. So um, I'll be giving him crap later for doing better on this draft than he did on the real show. But uh, that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, no, I think... Honestly, as a Sari sympathizer, I thought probably Cameron. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but Jared going back into the house is only bad for Sari. Sari did a really great job this week in kind of re-implementing her place in the game and like re-solidifying relationships. If Jared comes back, I just see that as a setback for her. And I just see that as her having to now backtrack because now he's back and all this different stuff. But with Cameron, there's I think he still might have a target. Who knows what will happen, but it'll be fun. It'll be chaos. I'm a Survivor fan. I love a good villain. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. I well, really, I, I couldn't, I couldn't care less. They both suck, but you know, it is what it is. Well, I know. It's chaos I, either way. 
my preference was to send Jared out of the house. I just, it's the, my, the one thing that makes me not enjoy watching the show is if someone brings like spiteful energy into the house, like I'm all for the backstabbing and the gamesmanship, but when you bring in like the personal side, like making fun of the way people look, you know, like Jared this week, he was lashing out. He knew he was probably going home. He's making fun of, uh, uh, why am I bl- Bowie? He was making fun of Bowie's broad shoulders, like oh, making, saying she looks like a man. Like, get that energy out of here. Like, yeah, you can go talk about how Bowie's bad at playing the game and isn't doesn't have her head in the game, and uh, that's all fair. Oh, but like that, per- the personal stuff, like get out of here with that. So I was happy to see him go. Before we finally close the door on Jared, though, there were a couple interesting tidbits from this week. We saw flashback both in tonight's episode. And in our Sunday night episode, it wasn't all just vacationing, lounging around and chit chatting all week. There was some gameplay that happened. Um, and the, I think the biggest event of the week, and I'm sorry to say it took me till tonight to go back and watch it, um, is the fight we saw go down when Jared and Cameron came back in the house and we saw Felicia and Sari and Jared go into the back bedroom and have an all out brawl, basically. Uh Sarah, can you explain to me? I'll I'll break down my feelings on it, but because I was trying to watch it quickly before tonight's episode, <clears throat> who who started that fight? Like, what was the inception of it? Like, who was casting the first stone? Because they were all in the wrong. They've all backstabbed each other. But who? Like, I I know at the end of the conversation, Sari was saying, "Felicia, get off your high horse. Come down here with all of us. Like, we're all doing it." But I thought, like, when I was first starting to watch it, that like Jared came in like blaming Felicia for backstabbing him. And I thought Felicia was on point being like, dude, you did it to me last week. Like I have every right to stab you in the back this week because who cares? You've already betrayed my trust. Is that how it went down or, or did, was this a Felicia instigation? No, I don't think so. I think Jared walked back into the house with a, uh, with a, uh, yeah. And a, uh, a a fire to light. Um, and I think that his reaction to Miss Felicia kind of set her off. And as we've seen on the live feeds before, Miss Felicia is not afraid to put someone in their place when it is um, appropriate. And so we kind of saw her go there with Jared um, and essentially, uh, you know, Put him in his place. However, Miss Felicia doesn't realize that uh, uh, Jared's own mama is sitting in the room right next to him. And uh, as she birthed him um, and raised him and taught him how to uh, eat with a fork and spoon, um, when someone's talking to your child like um, they're your mother, <laughs> it becomes a uh, it it. it it becomes a knock down drag out pretty quickly, I think, um, because you can see on Sari's face that she is absolutely unamused by this whole thing and she is about to light off. Have Now, Richard, have we ever seen Sari in a position like this on Survivor? Have we ever seen her at a bring where she's like, I like blowing up on someone? I wouldn't say I like I would probably do the same if it were my 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 son, I'm sure. I mean, I just think for the obvious reasons of she's never played with a family member, it's hard to kind of it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges because now mm-hmm. she's got a vested personal interest in a player, whereas beforehand it was just alliance members and people right. that you just kind of put together on the spot or like you had met them in between seasons or something. So I don't know. It's hard to compare it. I don't think we've really seen. We've seen frustrated Sari. I think that's just the reality shows as a whole. Like it's hard to play and not get frustrated. I love this. Is this is a different level? I personally liked seeing that mama bear side of Sari coming out because that probably would have been similarly to how I would have reacted in that situation. But we do know on the feeds that Miss Felicia and Sari they hang out. They do talk. Um, There's not like, you know, too much animosity between them. But I think that both of them understand that they can't both make it to the end. 
people are either going to take Sari or they're going to take Miss Felicia. And I think they see that right now. And so that is kind of why the target goes back and forth between the other. That's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, everyone in that conversation was wrong. Like, Sari was obviously pissed because she thought you could tell Jared and Sari did not see it coming. They, they, they thought Jared had the votes. They thought maybe it was a little dicey, but they could sway people. <clears throat> they did not realize this was a landslide eviction against Jared. And I think when that hit them, obviously they had an emotional reaction. And the person that they took it out on is Felicia, because in their mind, like Felicia, it doesn't have a lot of agency. They see her as like a tool of theirs. Like they, they, I, I highly doubt that they see Felicia as some sort of mastermind putting plans together. So when you lose Felicia's vote, that means you've lost everyone's vote. And so that's just like going to your weakest target and, and picking on them. Felicia wasn't in the right either. Um, they, they called her out like on, um, exposing her and Ceri's final two. She tried to deny it. And Jared's like, dude, I told her like, you don't have to lie. Um, all in all, it's just good drama. Um, I, because all I, I'll admit it. I, I checked out a live feeds this week. I did. I, I even checked out of Terran updates like the last three days. So Sarah, you may have to fill in some of the Oh holes man, for me. then you missed quite a bit. <laughs> well, I'll I'll have to get a full update from you from you here in a second, but I didn't see any of this drama spill over in the following days of, no. the, of that we saw in the live feed. So it seemed like a quick outburst, and then <clears throat> like patched up pretty quickly obviously they're not going to fully trust each other but it seems like everything's okay what's the state of the house right now and actually if you want to go ahead into a bigger picture please tell me anything that interesting that happened this week because like i said at that competition they showed with the shovels you know sunday's big finale they showed the rest <clears throat> of it today on the feed that happened on saturday since saturday mm-hmm. they've been sitting in the house literally doing nothing until so, the past two days. All right. So tell me, what did I miss? <sighs> okay. Where do I begin? Where do I begin? Where do I begin? Um, and how screwed are Corey and America? Because I'm getting those vibes. So Corey and America are not in a great uh, spot as of now if they don't win HOH. Jag, Matt, and Cameron's alliance is... You know, we saw it in the show. It's as most of the real deal as like this season will allow. Like I would never say like an alliance in this season is the real deal, but if it could get close to it, like maybe it would be. Um, However, Cameron is a wrecking ball, and so it's not unlike him to have like this secret plan um, at stake that he might go through with um however the alliance between miss felicia and mimi and Corey and america you know everyone in the house right now kind of has Corey and america's name in their mouth Corey has said some really concerning things to people this week he has really screwed himself in many ways what do you mean by concerning do you are you referring to like when he made an alliance with Felicia and Mimi and then was like, oh, but it's not that real. Like that concerning or is there worse? <clears throat> um, no, it means that Corey has been spilling information about why he's going to be good in the end game and why he's a short in. He's talked openly in front of Matt and Jag about um, being good at mental competitions in the end. And America said, you know, oh, I think I'll be good at mental competitions in the end. And Corey was like, oh, I know you will be. But he is opening up that door for everyone to see their capabilities in the house. Wait, Sarah. I want to ask Richard, are you still with us? I, I, I know you're moving around, but you can hear us, right? I, I am. I currently have two spiders on my wall in my apartment, so I'm currently trying to <laughs> fight Mother Nature right now. So, um, well, let me see how I'm good you, you multitask you. while you kill you. spiders and answer this question. All right, let's see. So, yep. go for it. My question to you is, and 
as not being a live feeder who listens to the podcast from the Rob has a podcast crew every day, it's like canon for Sarah and I. But I want to know from a little bit more of an outside perspective, the in game, the competitions and the final three and the final five. What's your impression of them? Who what is the best type of player in the game to play those competitions? Do you do you have a yeah. <laughs> you just yeah, answer the question. What, what what's your impression? And also give us a spider I think, count. <laughs> I, I think we're also at a we're at, we're at a point where like with Big Brother, the mental I think counts a lot more. Because you're required to remember so many things and to think of so many things and think I, I like that the final three situation where it's kind of you think of every perspective, like you have to know the social stuff where you're guessing people's responses to questions. You have to be able to like there's obviously the endurance comp as well, but also the memory. I feel like I don't know, there's not like one singular player like when you first asked this question, the first thing that came to mind was like thinking of like a specific player that fits a type that like I'm I looking, think is great for this type of comp. I'm looking for an answer, like a specific answer, and you're not giving it to me. So it's maybe maybe we can give Corey and America some slack here, Sarah. Because obviously no, it's not thinking, so are, we thinking, are we thinking players in this season that fit no, this type? I just Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sorry, I'm just disillusioned. I know, I'm being real cagey here. Sarah's about to lay it down. No, sorry. No, no, it's also me because I'm just being distracted by an eight-legged piece of crap on my wall. So you're totally not in the wrong here, bud. Let me lay it out for you. Next week's targets, potentially, we're going to see go home are Corey, America, Blue, or Miss Felicia. In the past two days, Sari has turned around the house... A lot of people said that they wish that this would have happened on an HOH week. However, I don't think that Sari would have been able to do this legwork on an HOH week. Corey, on the other hand, I think has gotten a little bit overconfident with his place in the house. Um, because of his overconfidence, he is not looking at the big picture. People are not coming to talk to him about different targets. He is sitting on a, a great big chair right now and does not see what's brewing underneath him. And what that is, is Matt and Jag want him out. Cameron wants him out. Sari will stop at nothing to see Corey go home. And what Corey is not seeing right now, because he's been a little bit blinded by his uh, power trip, this week and honestly it's probably because he's excited and he's young and he's like whoa i won the big brother hoh on the double eviction and sent jared or is he just more excited about the shower and he's like, excited about america but the breaking news i have to talk to you guys about is Wait, that how um, big a breaking news this is because i do want to finish my thought before you go actually. ahead go ahead Okay, sorry. I know whoever's listening to this podcast, I will go ahead and apologize for how scatterbrained this is, but we're having fun here. We're just Big Brother fans geeking out tonight while Richard kills some spiders. <laughs> but, Richard, exactly. my, my purpose in asking that question, which is maybe not exactly Sarah's whole point, but I did want to what? add some color here, is that the end game in the old Big Brother, and to me, old Big Brother is like pre Paul. So like 17 and below uh, or 16 and below. Memory was important. It was important to study. It was important to memorize competitions, orders, the people left, things in the house. Modern Big Brother, there might be one competition that is memory based and it usually is like co-opted into a physical competition as well. Like your final three competition, first is endurance, second is a mix of endurance with memory, but you still yeah, have to have the, the physical. Like what day of the week? Right, so but like you still have to have physical on top of it. So even yeah. if you, and then the third one is like random. It's finished this quote from a house guest, and you, yeah. yes, you have to study how people would react. It's still kind of random. But leading up to that, BB Conic Comics physical, Otev physical, like it's a physical game at the end. 
Yes. It, it does not take a lot of mental. You might get an advantage in one mental competition or it might give you an edge. But if you don't have that physical, you are screwed. So if you are Corey and you're banking on, oh, I have a lot of mental strength in America. My showman's is also good at mental. That's going to carry us far in the end game. You are mistaken. You are going to get wiped out by Matt and Jag, who are much more physical threats. If Cameron's still in the house, you don't stand a shot. You need to get there with Felicia. See, now, and my C- only and question Sarif. is the, the other reason why I bring in mental is because how do we think Corey does an endurance comp? I mean, because so far not good. <laughs> I think I think mental is also a part of endurance comps because it's a matter of being able to stay in it. I mean, it takes. I mean, yeah, obviously, that's like, not things the like mental pressure cooker takes so much. They're talking like, about their good mental smartness, like memorizing. So that that's the only point I wanted to make. Sarah, drop us. I'm a psychology that. major. I think of mental as a whole thing, not just being smart. Westoff. <laughs> right now in the house, America and Corey have almost completely made up with Sari. Um, I do think that Corey is one of the biggest targets on Sari's list still, as we saw in her goodbye message tonight that she said that she would stop at nothing. But Corey and America in the past two days have openly said that they don't find Sari as a threat and they are more so concerned about Felicia. And, um, they, Corey especially had multiple conversations with Sari, even like a heart to heart about his relationship with America and America vice versa with Sari, America coming back to Corey saying, yeah, I just, you know, I, I really like Sari. <laughs> um, and then we saw Miss Felicia starting to ask, um, you know, why, why haven't we been talking about targeting Sari? And that has concerned Miss Felicia. But the breaking news, sorry, (laughs) if you guys want to respond to that, you can, and then I can release. Keep keep going, keep going, drop it The breaking news is that um, although weeks ago we talked about how um, America was training Corey and her kissing habits, America has let loose that she has she has not been the best kisser in relationships in past and she oh, compares wow. it to so is a washing machine so, so what is the washing machine her kissing style she said that one of her ex-boyfriends compared her kissing style to a washing machine <laughs> that is not how i thought this new segment would end but <laughs> <laughs> oh interesting well, <laughs> not only is Corey's strategic game evolving, but so is his romantic game, I guess. Uh, that is interesting. I, I, uh, I, I'm kind of happy to hear the the Suri news with AmeriCorey. Like, I, I kind of thought that that might be a direction the house goes. I think that Corey is way too comfortable with Matt and Jag. Um, he had one good week with them where he convinced them to get on board with his plan. And he now feels like they're going to ride or die together till the end. And I'm like, do you not remember who you're playing with? This is Jag who got evicted unanimously and came right back in the house and volunteered to be a pawn. You think that that guy is who's going to be reliable as an ally to the end without someone getting in his ear and convincing him that you're against him? No way. So I am worried about Corey. I'm worried about America a little bit. Um, But I still think the biggest threat to them in that house was Jared. And so let's put a bow on the Jared conversation. We saw Cam finish the puzzle. And so with that... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, now let's talk about Cam. (laughs) We'll get to Cam. I'm excited for Cam. Uh, we've officially lost we, Richard's camera we really? because we, he's the spider hunt has escalated. <laughs> but uh, no, we still have to go. Yeah, uh, we're 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 two spiders down. The biggest one is still somewhere. Um, it fell off the wall, so it's somewhere in my apartment. Well, as you look for the biggest one, Richard. Talk to me about your feelings watching that Jared interview, um, Mister uh, Mister. <laughs> 
manly man who showed no emotions in the he house. He didn't it was, see it. I don't think Richard. So we forgot. So we forgotten. I forgot we're explaining the episode to you. So let me explain to you what we saw. So Jared left the house. Do you care to care to put a put your hand on my like virtual shoulder shoulder? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Let me swat a virtual spider for you too. There you go for that. But uh, so Jared did leave the house, uh, and when he sat down for Julie, about ten seconds into his first answer, just all of a sudden stops dead in his tracks, and it's awkward silence for thirty seconds. Julie's trying to find a way to ask a question, but I mean Jared is losing it. I'm surprised he wasn't blubbering. He was shedding tears. He three different times started to speak again found emotions again here here's where i'm coming from on this sarah you know me i cry at everything i cry at budweiser commercials i, <laughs> I cry at, at the dumb the dumbest things like i am a i tears flow so easily to my eyes i am not ashamed to admit it i think i get that from my you father you shouldn't be yeah <laughs> but I didn't feel one bit of emotion watching Jared tonight. I am so over that man. Uh, no offense, Suri, but if you ever see this, don't know why you would. But I just, <laughs> it, I, I'm just elated. Jared's out of the house. I'm done watching him on the on the show. Uh, it was an interesting twist to the season, uh, but he is one of the archetype players I dislike the most, and it's the cocky jock who looks down on people who don't fit the mold of what he thinks is a man or a strong player. And so good riddance to him. Uh, you know, I, I will say it was, it was sweet seeing him protective of his mom. And when, and when in the goodbye messages, one shout out America, she had a great goodbye message. Basically like took us two weeks to get you out of here. Good riddance by that's how I felt. Um, Sari, though, she gave him a bit of a pep talk, and uh, he lost it. So, Sarah, Mama Bear, and you, how'd you feel watching this uh, exit interview? I think that Jared was just facing a lot of things in that moment. I think that he had never maybe emotionally... This whole week was emotional for Jared, but I don't think he had emotionally processed what it would still be like walking out of the house. He made himself very comfortable this week and was continuing to try and talk game and things like that. So... I think not only was he faced with, oh my God, I just left my mom and that like little boy in him just kind of like welling up, but he was also met with the fact of like, he kissed Blue on the way out and said, I'll see you soon. But the moment he walked out of that house, he had a girlfriend on the other side. And so I think that those realities were just beginning to hit him at the surface and i um i think that he'll have some emotional processing to go through after this especially after all the things that are revealed of the inner work that he needs to do for himself i i have a historian question for you richard but I just have to laugh for a second because you turned off your camera for the end of the spider hunt and you're back with us now but when I first looked at your new position, I oh, swear I, I thought I thought you were in the bathtub. Like that looks like a shower no. curtain next to you. God, no. I thought you were trying to hide in the bath of the spiders. So I've uh, I've fully <laughs> I've fully moved to about the only safe space in this room. Richard's in a different <laughs> location completely. I've moved from my desk to my bed, which is which as I've learned is the one place that I'm safe. Um I have some I, I have some spiders to kill after we get off this episode. All right, um, here's my I'm, historian I'm, question yeah. to you. And it's for something I actually don't care that much about, but I just want to say, maybe, this is maybe something you'll know off the top of your head. Is there any BB showmance that survived outside the house? Like legitimately survived, not like dated for a week and then ended that didn't make it to jury together. Crap! Oh, I might already know the answer. Did did Brendan? Rachel was in the jury. Did Brendan? Yeah, Brendan made it farther than Rachel did. Didn't, oh no, no, you're right. Brendan went home first. Also, did Jeff? 
Schroeder? No, they were both in jury, I believe. They were both jury. They were both Here, jury. Here's my guess that came to me as I was asking the question. Jess and who is that real? Jess and Cody. Because Cody. Jess went home right before jury. Well, oh, she, she went home. Make jury? Well, Cody went home. Cody yeah, went home. He went home second. And then Cody came back. And then Jess went home. And then Cody made jury. <laughs> oh. And they, they, they had a relationship outside the house, so... Yeah, they're they're married and have kids. Okay, so not that I actually care about Blue and Pooh, but maybe there's hope for them outside the house. And that is the <laughs> and that is the last time I will talk about Blue and Pooh for the remainder and of my life. I hope. Uh, actually, maybe when I'm doing the Hot Wing Challenge, it, they'll come up one more time. But Jared Blue. All right, we are done. We are putting a bow on Jared. I am no longer talking about him. Let's get on to a couple other points that we can uh, clean up here before we move on to our final pre-jury week of the season. Um, Cameron. Cameron's back in the house. Richard, now that you're finished with your spider hump hunt, I hope, break down your thoughts on Cameron coming back in the game. Does he stand a chance? We know how this BB uh, buyback usually works. It's a revolving door. You get back in, you go right back out. Will Cameron break the cycle? He's not winning the game, but he'll survive longer than a week. I'll give him more than a week. I don't give him more than, like, I don't give him the win. No shot. Yeah. It's, That's no, unrealistic, but I'll give him, like. If you're evicted unanimously and win the game, you're a legend. So if he makes it to that legend. But do you see him going out of the house next week? No, oh. I think I think I think the house is, has named bigger fish to fry. Let's uh, let me throw this one at you, Richard. Um, so we learned tonight that everybody gets to play in the HOH. So Corey will get to play despite having been the last HOH. Who makes for the most interesting week coming up, winning this HOH competition? Are you rooting for someone? Is there someone that would make for good television? Oh. There's break there's the down. producer side of me that like would like to think of what would be fun, <laughs> and then there's the fan uh, the fan part of me that would kill for Americori to win. Um, Same, but no, I think because I feel like the most fun situation is usually one with the most kind of like internal dilemma of what of like what do I do. But I think in this case, I think I'm gonna pick someone that I just don't think has done. Jack all all season that I just would love to see what she does when she gets power for a split second. So Mimi. While we took a quick break to finish our spider hunts, get bathroom breaks in to do some score totaling. Uh, I've got an announcement here on our BB draft. Sorry if this is coming suddenly for you listeners who were just listening to uh, the Cameron breakdown, but here's a score update for our five teams just to remind everyone, the players in our draft for this BB25 season were the three of us here on the pod, Charles, and then we, we threw Dalton, all the players who didn't get drafted. So at the moment of the draft, that was Bowie, and then on premiere night, he got surprised and got added Serene. Currently in last place, with two players eliminated, only one remaining in the game is me with 11 points. Oh, and just to remind you, uh, the way the points work, one point for every round you make. Once you make jury, you get a bonus five. Once you make final three, you get a bonus five for every final position, third, second, first. So you get 15 points extra for winning the game. Um, See, my confusion was, isn't isn't next week still pre-jury? Yes. yes. So right now everybody gets a single point. The most points you can have right now are eight because there have been eight players eliminated. Right or there's been seven players eliminated. You get a point for just being in the game. Luke gets zero points. Kirsten got one point. That's how I did it. So, me, last place, 11 points, two players eliminated. Tied for second to last place, Dalton and Sarah. Sarah, you have two players eliminated, correct? Yes. Dalton, who only has two players, has no one eliminated. He is Bowie and Suri. 
So you might be joining. It might be us at the bottom dwell dwellers. Mm. Uh, Richard, you are in a strong second place with twenty two points. And without me scanning, do you have any players eliminated? I'm assuming one because you thought everyone did. And then Pooch with a not a huge lead over you, twenty four points, but three players remaining in the game. His players are Blue, Corey, and Cameron. So interesting. I don't have too much to elaborate on for now. We'll break it down on a different episode. Um, but yes, before we took that pause, Sarah, you had something you wanted to say? One thing I want to bring up <clears throat> about Cameron and him being back in the house is that he was not listed on that target list for next week. And I do think that you all are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong wrong and i'm, I'm getting sound effects that for everyone has completely underestimated cam i he is not on the target list for next week and he is gonna stay quiet until it is his time if he doesn't win the hoh that's bound to happen right now or tonight um but i think Definitely think at this point I could see Cam in those final two chairs. I think he could fight his way to the end. It's not like we haven't seen it before. I I, I don't think you're too wrong there. Like, here's the thing. Cam, to me, is not like Jared. I was done with Jared. I'm, I was over his attitude. Just the stink he brought to the game. Cam also isn't great. Not like the biggest fan of him, but he's not like he's just kind of a creep, you know. He just he's he makes America and he made Riley feel a little uncomfortable at times with just some of the things he says. It's just like a bit of uh, like Asperger's or something where you're just like you say things that in social standards you'd be like, Why'd you say that? That's weird. Um, but I'll give it to him outside of that, like he's a a strategic player and he's made some smart moves I, like i liked what he said tonight on the episode or i watched both episodes nights. So maybe it was sunday night's episode but i liked when he said when the, he and jared came back in the house jared was lighting fires and he was just staying calm like that is that's smart that is thinking ahead in the game and thinking how am i going to be perceived i'm now in a different position i've been eliminated i'm in a position of weakness what can i do but just start climbing that hill and gaining people's trust back. And so you slowly but surely, you just kind of ingratiate yourself like he's been doing. And apparently he's not on any, anyone's target list. And that and is a huge accomplishment for someone who was evicted unanimously and had been the house target for about a month. On top of it, we see on the episode, Matt clock Corey putting his hand over his mouth so that Matt couldn't read his lips. But we... Um, saw Matt not clock the fact that Cameron knew of an alliance way back when called the Brigade and that Cameron has um, a plethora of knowledge about this game. Yeah, he's a, he's definitely a super fan. We, we've we've um, now how much of a super fan? Like, I think he's like he knows the big stuff. Like he's he's always talking about Dan and Will and the brigade. Um, I haven't heard him really break down like strategies on certain competitions. Like he's good at competitions, but he's not like American Corey who are like, all right, if this is the wall, we're gonna wear coats and certain shoes, and if this is Otev, we're gonna hide pieces over here, and if this is blah blah blah. Like that's a different level of fandom that they prepare for these competitions. But he's definitely got way more head in the game than you know like a blue or a bowie so um yeah i'm uh i'm kind of excited to see where this goes i just i picture him as the joker he just when in the in week three when he saw his position in the game and finally realized that he wasn't the mastermind of the house or week four whenever when he was hoh and at the end of it learned that jared was playing him I, he just to me became the Joker, and I'm here for it. Like, if you know you're probably not going to win the game, let's make good television, let's stir the pot, and let's see if we can find some path through the chaos, because that's his only shot, and he's going for it, and I love it. So, 
that's all I really had. You know, it's it, it was the BB vacation week. We there's not a lot that happened. We covered the big stuff with Corey. Richard, did you have any final thoughts you wanted to wrap up here tonight? Anything we didn't touch on? Any hot opinions you haven't gotten out? Go for it now. I love that the highlight of the week was the goddamn shower. That tells you how low, uh, like how how bottom of the barrel we are scraping this week. Like this, this is a crap week for content. Like there's nothing to be talked about except for Felicia's dang laugh as she's running away from Corey in America. Damn near. I did. I actually did want to ask. And I'll ask you the question, Richard. Why did we have this week? Was this to give Survivor a bigger stage? Was this to just kill a week because? We don't have any writers we're paying for right now. What was the purpose of this? I honestly don't know. It set a great stage for Survivor because it meant all eyes went to the went to Survivor because Lord knows watching the BB feeds was no point. Like there was there was nothing. I guess you know. I feel like production expected more, expected more gameplay out of the two guys, and expected more to come out of it. But it was. Quite they only boring. gave him one activity to do fly? on Saturday. Oh, yeah, it was a fly. <laughs> but I seriously, hate... production gave them one day of competition and then five days to sit around and discuss more about the, the strategy to get one of the two players who'd already been eliminated out of the house out of the house again. So it blows my mind. I'm very like You could have done this at the like, beginning of the week and then let it just roll through and had, a, and had an HOH or something. Or, like, or do like, food competitions or do something different. Like, something exciting, something fun. I think Not that just nothing. it's because of all the SAG after stuff, all the writer strike stuff, they have to extend the season to a certain date. And I think they found themselves in a situation where they're like, oh, shit. Like we can't, it, this doesn't line up with uh, with uh, the timeline of what we have. So I think that they had to throw a little bit of a scramble in there. But then again, like you all said, um, if production hasn't had a break in a hundred days, then they're going to be worn out. So potentially production did have a little bit of a spring break or maybe a potential casting for the winter season of bb26 so we shall see (laughs) are you saying that this this is all to be blamed on the pressure cooker that they went so long over what they expected they were like we are taking a full week off to recover i I deserve my paid time off i think that the pressure cooker would have been so much better suited for a week like this can you imagine if they had started the pressure cooker tonight what if they did fire fest or whatever bb fest or whatever the outdoor thing was last year just something yes something all right well sarah anything we didn't touch on that burning desire in your hot heart to speak on tonight just the usual cam and Corey got into it about um Corey said that he didn't care if cam flirted with america um because Corey told cam that uh, america and him were just going to be friends after this so uh cam just kind of took that as an open door <laughs> Although he did not, as everyone thinks, uh, did not get any sort of consent from America on the subject. We Only all saw the we all saw the, the, the leg and the arm crap, right? We all saw the cam trying to grab her arm and grab no. her hand and no, throw a didn't. leg over. We did not see that on this episode. No, we sure did not. But Daniel, what you have missed basically, essentially, was that oh, I Corey, heard... in Cam's perspective, Corey gave Cam permission to. I definitely missed that. Um, <clears throat> pursue heard, America I... to his extent. <laughs> I mean, I heard Cam talking to America and asking how handsy he'd gotten or she'd gotten with Corey and that kind of stuff, which isn't appropriate in itself. And it's the talk of the house, how weird Cam is towards America and how jealous he gets of 
her and Corey, but now I did not realize it had escalated even further. It has escalated. Miss Felicia has made a joke of something along the lines of we, uh, someone needs to hide the knives in the jury house. I forgot I did hear that too. Um, and uh, certain extremes like that, we did see Cam reach for America's hand um, on the live feeds after his conversation with Corey. Now, I will say though, Corey today apparently has clarified as well as America has clarified to Cam that they do intend to pursue something after the show. I think more so this is a little bit of a defense for America to go on her own way without Cam on her coattails. I mean... She did say she's going to go visit Corey in his dorm, so I'm sure there's a big future ahead for that. Oh, God. God. (laughs) It is all cringe, to be honest. It is all cringe. The shower scene, I saw to too much. Were they in bathing suits? I I heard they were, I heard they weren't. America was in a bathing suit. Um, she sure was. So we did Corey not see. Not? We did not see what Corey was dressed in. <laughs> um, so everyone can take their free guesses from there. But I will say that now that we've heard the washing machine comment, it, it didn't look like that, that that wasn't happening. You know. But I think everyone. I think everyone kisses differently. So. Everyone, if they're enjoying it, then but See, just this like, is what please happens be a little quieter about this it. This is what it's happens when BB quiet. takes a week off. Just be but quiet. It's a lot, but it's a lot better than Team Protein on the other side of the house. Okay. So <laughs> I much prefer this cutesy dootsy wearing bathing suits in the shower <laughs> to Protein. Okay. So All right. I'll um, take it. <clears throat> well, this... Like I was saying there a second ago, this is what happens when BB takes a week off. We get desperate for content, and so this turns into the BB hookup podcast. So on that note, I'm going to wrap it here. (laughs) It's uh, been an interesting week of nothing, culminating finally in a second eviction of Jared, just so that we can have two players in the house who have been eliminated uh, unanimously still playing the game so it's Big Brother expect the unexpected we're here for it despite how much we complain you know we're going to come back and watch it so on that note we'll be here next week breaking down everything that happens in week 9 of the Big Brother house where we will finally enter the jury phase when we see our final pre-juror leave the house uh, so I am looking forward to getting this towards closer towards the end game and putting a bow on this uh, exciting season of Big Brother. So uh, thank you for listening tonight. For those who have found our podcast, please go like and subscribe. And uh, we'll be back to talk more Big Brother with you all real soon. Thanks, and we'll see you.